This is Eighth Day Encouragement, a recap of the Sunday service, offering hope and faith from the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. You can find us online at holytrinity-nyc.org. In the scriptures for the second Sunday of Advent, we are invited to prepare. To prepare for Christmas? Well, yes, in a way. We're reminded to be faithful in preparing the way for Christ to be born within us and within our world in some new way this Christmas. In the first reading from chapter 40, the prophet Isaiah speaks of preparation. God will send a prophet, Isaiah says, who will sing a song of comfort and mercy. Prepare a place for God, he says. The mountains and valleys will be cleared, the rough places smoothed out. Things are going to get cleaned up and thrown out. It might not always be pretty, it might take a while, but in the end, fear itself will be banished, making room for God and the word of God. Isaiah's word begins and ends with comfort. Comfort, my people. That prophet who is to come does come in today's gospel. He comes in the form of John the Baptist. This strange-looking and strange-sounding John comes as a voice, like Isaiah's voice, crying in the wilderness, Repent, get ready, something good is coming. He's preaching repentance, but notice that he's asking, pleading, hoping for people to repent, not for the sake of holiness, but in order to prepare. Prepare the way of the Lord, he says. Clear way, make room, do what you need to do, but prepare. This Advent can invite us to prepare in at least three different ways. Some of us might be called to prepare through repentance by turning from old habits, practices, or thought patterns in order to create some new space for God to do something new within us. Repentance can call us to let go of old resentments or grudges, to leave them in the wilderness as God's Spirit calls us to move forward. A second way Advent invites us to prepare is through hope. As the world itself prepares to make way for a COVID-19 vaccine and its distribution, we're all a little bit hopeful. Of course, there are fears, there are worries, there's anxiety, but things are going to get better. And if we add our faith, we just hold on for a little while longer, we will get there. A third way the season invites us to prepare is through faith, by trusting and letting God be in charge of the results. The pandemic has changed our world, and some of the things will be different on the other side of this time. We can prepare ourselves, but our relationships, our work, our our vocations, our exercise and health, health habits, our spiritual life, our church life, all of this will probably change in the future. God will surely surprise us as well. We've all probably heard that phrase, let go and let God. Well, if you're at all like me, you've probably rolled your eyes at it once or twice. It can sound simplistic or naive. It can sound like someone's avoiding responsibility and passively waiting out all of life's storms. But the phrase, let go and let God, assumes another piece. It assumes preparation, that we've done our part. 
the task for us as Christian disciples is to follow in the way of John the Baptist, to prepare the way for God's coming, but also to understand the scope of our calling. While we do our own part, it's God's job to finish things. Some of the work is ours, but the results belong to God. The outcomes are God's. May we prepare this season with repentance, with hope, and with faith. Let us pray. Merciful God, who sent your messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance and prepare the way for our salvation, give us grace to heed their warnings and forsake our sins, that we may greet with joy the coming of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Holy Trinity Choir sings a setting by Orlando de Lasso of Isaiah 35, which begins with the Latin words for Be strong and fear not. Added to this will be two verses of the Advent hymn Prepare the Way, O Zion, Your Christ is Drawing Near.
You've been listening to Eighth Day Encouragement. The eighth day is a Monday after the seven days of the week, but the eighth day also stands as a new creation outside the pattern of the usual seven. And so the eighth day symbolizes resurrection, hope, and the possibilities for new life. I'm John Bedingfield, the priest and rector at the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. I hope you'll come and visit us in person one day, but you can also worship with us through Facebook Live, follow us on YouTube, and learn more at holytrinity-nyc.org. God bless you this week and always.